All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Another episode of the Always Chillin' Podcast. Skinny D and the Sandman in the barbershop once again. Um, we want to respectfully, obviously, I don't have an opinion about which gang is better, um, but I do want to talk about which which gang do you think has the best rappers? If you were to line up rappers that that rep whoever they rep or whatever that are publicly like of a certain set. First of all, who would be on which team? Because I don't even know. That's a great fucking. And question. then which which teams would be better? That is a great. Fucking and I guess there can be as many teams as we want. I can only like I only I only know of like two gangs, <laughs> so we could just do a Bloods Crips lineup and see how it goes. Well, being you know black, you know mainly mo- most rappers are black. Yeah, it's probably gonna be Bloods and Crips. Yeah, but or if there's other, I don't that know. is a great fucking if question. There's other man. gangs you would like to include. Well, let's today. start out like this. Because I think somewhere I, along one of the episodes earlier, I said uh, where, like, when Snoop first came out, uh, Ice-T never really let you know. But, with, like, Snoop, the Dog Pound, you know, a lot of them, when they, you know, I didn't listen to them. You know, I was banging the other side, you know what I mean? So if you were right. Crip or whatever, I didn't listen to you. We listened to, like, Mac 10 uh 57th street road dog villains uh you know groups like that but if i had to in the beginning i would have to give it to the crips okay let's go, i'm going to google i'm just going to google rappers who are crips i would have to give it to the crips rappers who are crips let's see i mean cuz easy e even though easy e never all right here's 12 we'll do the top 12 rappers affiliated with the crip gang i'll let you know and then We'll find another article about. I'm sure they do the exact same article about blood. Because in, in early hip hop, not a whole lot of dudes let like they didn't talk about it. Yeah, like like that's what I be telling the little BGs today. Like dog, y'all y'all y'all. Well, that's how you end up in front. Y'all of Congress. blowing up your spot, you know. Like yeah. we didn't walk around like you know what I mean, yelling it all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like they do in the music today. So there's that. Not a whole lot of guys let you know. So yeah, this list might surprise me. All right, let's see. Number one, Snoop Dogg. Everybody knows that. Yeah, he yeah he came out with it. Uh, two's Pop Smoke. It's pretty recent. I wasn't expecting. What is he? Super recent ones. Pop Smoke. He's a Crip. Yeah. New these York. Are all, these See are all, again. These and are I all tell you, that's these how are all Crips. Yeah. They banging in New York. Uh, Roddy Rich. Crip. I didn't know that. Coolio. Yeah. Straight up. Stone Cold. Sleepy Hollow. I've, I've never heard of Sleepy Hollow. Uh, I've heard of him. Honestly. Uh, five year foreign schoolboy Q. That's a good one. Okay, that's he's, a good one to be. He's on all your, new cats. These all new wave cats. Yeah, that's a good one to be on your team. Well, we can look. We can. We'll do. We'll look. We'll do a little more research in this. We got time. We just started. Uh, schoolboy Q. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a, he's a good one to have in your life. He's a crip. Uh, shit. Yes, I, I didn't know so. that. Let's see. Uh, this talks about. Yeah, I just. It just says he's been open about his gangbanging past as a member of the Crips. Oh. 52 Hoover Crips, it says. Uh, Chef G. Warren G. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Blueface. Yeah. Uh, Vince Staples. Yeah. Let's do more. Oh, honorable mentions. Oh, these honorable mentions are... Jeezy. Uh, yeah. Easy E. Yeah. Nate Dog. Yeah. Lil Loaded. I never heard of him. I don't know who that is. Blockboy JB. Yeah, I've I feel heard like I've heard of him. Yeah. Uh Nipsey Hustle. Bobby yeah. Schmurda. New York. Yeah. Uh O. T. Genesis. Yeah. Quando Rondo. Uh he's supposed to You know, I I gotta <laughs> I gotta calm down, you know what I mean? But you know, and this dude's talking about he ain't cripping no more, you know what I mean? They ain't that ain't how you, you know what I mean? That ain't how you do that. That ain't how you lay your flag down, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. I ain't active in this shit, but, you know, I'm I'm still, you know what I mean? What's up? You know, I'm more like taking the little, little homies under my wing type shit. I ain't sending them in the ward no more, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, that little dude, yeah, the Crips is at his ass for that shit. Mm. Uh, Rowdy Rebel, Corrupt. Oh, yeah, straight up. Um, And Brother Lynch Hung. Brother Lynch Hung, mm. It's EBK every day, all day to the day I die. 
Yeah. Creeping through your yeah. hood with a mini Mac 10 AR15. Oh, brother Lynch, man. <laughs> we'll look at another one. I used to sneak and listen to him. That's why I know that. <laughs> this Crips list has <coughs> Lil Wayne on it. <coughs> well, see, there's a rumor Lil Wayne false flagger. <coughs> That's why I don't, I don't. I really don't. Interesting. I don't recognize Lil Wayne. You know what I'm saying? Interesting. Nate Dogg. Did we say Nate Dogg last time? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. This is pretty much, pretty much the same list. Easy E. MC Ren. Ren straight up. Uh. Yeah. I think MC Ren. Was well, Ren. You know what I mean? Like I said, Ren never really talked about it. The only <laughs> one. I think Ren was the only one that wasn't on that other list. But now, let's look at the. Uh, Ren never talked about it at all. Neither did Coolio. One one person they missed on there is a uh, Afro man. Everybody thinks Afro Man because of his music, you know, that it's funny, uh, you know, and it's about weed and shit. Yeah. Afro Man's from probably, and I could be wrong, y'all let me know, but I think Afro Man is from one of the biggest and the oldest Crip hoods in L.A. I think it's uh, Eight Trays. I could be wrong if y'all, if somebody listening, let me know, but I think, like, Afro Man from some serious shit, you know, it's just his music, you know. Man, I found uh, that, that, tw- that uh famous crip rappers list and i was like there's probably these same people probably did one for bloods they did uh and the bloods one man i don't know who we got it's a pretty strong lineup actually gang um i mean i mean tupac uh but i guess tupac wasn't no gang member i guess that yeah we've talked about that before we know how we feel about that but even i mean regardless but you know um, i mean he hung with him uh mob yeah uh, like like, i think even if you took tupac off this list i felt i still think it would be pretty lopsided honestly uh kendrick lamar okay is in the bloods list west side pyru from compton uh 21 savage word i wasn't hip i didn't know he was a beat dog but he had that whole immigration thing how does that work well, well, I guess say he I had mean, been here since he was seven yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I don't know anything about his immigration. <coughs> thing, but I, I think mean. he had been here since he was seven years old or some shit. Yeah. Okay. He just, he fell into it. <coughs> um, <coughs> I mean, Cardi B's on here. Mm. All right. Yeah. I mean, sure. Uh, Lil Wayne. Uh, okay. Talk, I mean, we talked about him, but Young Thug. Okay. Uh, Ty Dollar Sign. Young Boy Never Broke Again. Gucci Mane. I think is a strong one. Yeah, I knew Guwat was a dog move. Mm-hmm. Uh, YG yep. and the game, I think, is another strong one for Team Bloods. Uh, and then we have the the honorable mentions on here: uh, Birdman, YFN, Lucci, Black Youngster, Jim Jones, J Rock, YNW, Melly, and Fetty Wap. Look up uh, "Banging on Wax" real quick. I said, "Hey, this this album, dog. <coughs> it was it was a <coughs> Bloods and Crips on one album, <coughs> but these these wasn't like rappers. They was real Bloods and Crips that could rap. Mm. <laughs> uh, Pyru Love. I didn't listen to the Crips side. You know, what I mean, there was no reason for me to listen to the crap Crips side, so I can't, I can't tell you <laughs> right. about the Crips side." <laughs> With the blood side, what was this about 91, 90, 92? Yeah, yeah. So, um, the bloods, huh? I got that plan, but, but I mean, based on those two lists, man, like, I don't know. The bloods but, team bloods is pretty strong, yeah, they're strong. And they seem that's what I'm saying. Like, like the first Damu rapper I really remember banging. Was DJ Quick? When DJ yeah. Quick came out, and he, they ain't have him on the list. He from uh West. He from uh he West Side Pyro. Oh, here's here's some. Uh, no, 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 no. DJ Quick, uh, Treetop Pyro. I'm sorry. Um, be real. Yeah, Cypress Hill. They yep. th- see and a lot DJ of people Quick is on here. High C because he Mexican. I think I think be real like might be half white, half Mexican, but you know he lives his life as a Mexican, but very very. Yeah. Very seldom will you see a Mexican blood, because Bloods and Crips is like ninety nine percent point nine black gangs. But mm-hmm. you see, you see some essays every now and then that where they Bloods and shit. Be real, is a blood, right? 
probably just like the question you asked me, like being white and being in, in, in a black gang, you know what I mean? Yeah, you, there's, there's going to be a little extra pressure. Yeah, we can talk there, about that again. <laughs> we talked about that before the show, but is it? I was asking him about like how often, how like how often are white people in involved? How I mean, oh, I don't even remember how I said it. How how often do white people participate in these activities and gang banging? Yeah, which probably isn't super because I mean we might as well just go all the way back. We were talking about like we were listening to some we were listening to somebody and I was like oh he's wearing we're trying to figure out where he's from and he's we're like oh he's wearing a New York hat maybe he's from New York and then you're like well that doesn't mean anything yeah um, and then I was asking a question about but. Hood hats. Like, oh, yeah, a, we were talking. Yeah, about we were talking hats. about hood hats, which we can talk about that again too. But uh, I was I was asking a question about, um, you know, if if I'm walking around in a certain neighborhood, does me being white give me a little more leeway as far as like I'm wearing a I'm wearing a New York hat? They're not gonna necessarily think I'm a crib for that because I'm white. They're gonna like do I do I get the benefit of the doubt like? This white dude probably he doesn't know what the fuck's going they on. They definitely they're he doesn't even look like he's from here. They're they're definitely gonna press you. Right. And I'm gonna leave. Depending like I said, depending on where you at. You know, uh, I'm gonna be like, My bad, fellas. Again, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure a Yankees hat in my South Oak, Central my LA Oak right out of there. Is is Nickerson Nickerson Gardens. Yeah, I think it's Nickerson Gardens. Yeah. I look like I like baseball. They're gonna be like, he likes the Yankees. But you in Nickerson Gardens, yeah, with with they hood hat on. You got the Jays on. You, you yeah. your shirt's blue. You well, tatted yeah. up and shit too. Like I see Does that you, matter? I see you. Just the tats. You got the you got the white boy. Got the Jays on. He got that. You didn't been to the joint. Oh, see, <laughs> somebody just sent this white boy on a mission, watching. Uh. Or or we just gonna press you. Yeah, well, and you be like, yo, I like baseball, I like Jays, but I'm not from here, and we gonna be like, get the fuck out of here, dog, before yeah. seven o'clock. I'm gonna, <laughs> you know say, hey, I mean? I'm gonna say, hey, it's gonna be way before seven o'clock. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> yeah, they def, they, they, I don't know. I I'm, mean, they gonna definitely stare at you, but uh, nah. Now me, yeah. And I can put on exactly. Well, that's what, what you I was, got on. That, that that's what I was getting at uh, before the show is like. Uh, I would I I would be more likely to get a pass than you. Yeah, you gonna get a pass. Yeah, like even from like from the police, even from like other black dudes. Like I'm gonna get a pass before you do. Yeah. Is that, like is that fucked up? Probably. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. I mean, I mean, like like does I'm white, expecting does, it. <laughs> like does does uh, does white privilege go so far that it works <laughs> like it works on other black dudes? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. That's funny as fuck. <laughs> like I'm gonna get a pass probably. Man. Yeah, I mean, you, you like, go and you're probably not. I probably not. Now they gonna press me, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and can. you you're gonna be like, I, I like baseball. I like I'm, baseball. I'm not from, I'm not <laughs> they from gonna be like, hey, <laughs> come here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You gonna get away? You gonna get away? Man, that's fucked up. I didn't. I wasn't thinking about it like that last time I was talking. Yeah, about man. That white. That white. Or like I said, you got on exactly what you got on. You tied it up. You got the Yankees hat on. Throw some blue laces in your shoes. It's too much. You're getting banged on then, buddy. Yeah, it's too much. The blue laces, yeah, you're telling them. Right. I'm yeah, so banging. Then I, so then I figured, like. They going to ask you. Yeah, if I'm in, next time I'm in L.A. or whatever, like, I'll sprinkle in some blue and red. I'll make sure I have both. <laughs> a red lace and a blue Yeah, lace. I'll make sure I have both everywhere I go. <laughs> and then just, it's like, you don't know what's going on. Just, like, I don't even know what, what, what neutral is anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not. Honestly, not ever interested in being in L.A. ever again. <laughs> yeah, I mean. There's too many people. I mean, well, that's the thing, you Especially know. Especially after COVID, man. L.A. I mean, and I mean, this, I don't know how to say this without sounding like a dick, but like the homeless problem, it's like ridiculous and it's like the whole city smells weird. I mean, I hear they and, shitting on the goddamn side. Yeah, and, like, shit, you, and you can't, they have like an app like that shit, tracks, shit. they have an app that like tracks the poops so you can like avoid it now. But yeah, like I, you couldn't go anywhere in L.A. without getting har- just harassed by a homeless person. Well, last time I was in L.A., it was shit. This was in the 90s when, like, the Huskers was winning championship. It was bad then, bro. Yeah. Like, what I thought was, like, clouds was smog. fucking smog. Yeah, yeah, that's what they called it. I couldn't remember, like, like, like you could damn near grab the shit. Like, it was right there. Just I was like, oh, my God. And then... Coming back to Nebraska, you know, I remember it was like, like, 
the air was like Febreze. You know what I mean? Like literally coming from there to here. It's like God damn. Yeah, I wouldn't would never want I don't even think I wouldn't want to visit LA. Yeah, it's not just because of yeah, all that it's shit. Expensive. Expensive. Can't rock a husker hat. No. Yeah, that's what we were talking about too. <laughs> yeah, we talked for like we sat here talking about good stuff for like a half hour that we probably should have recorded. We should have recorded that shit. Yeah. Um I feel like we were gonna circle back on something, but I forgot what it was now. But you still have stuff on your list, so if we stall out here, we can just pull something off the list. Because I, f- I forgot what yeah, it was. I'll be taking notes. Yeah. What you got? This is pretty good. Oh, I was watching I was watching some past, past shows, dog, and in, in, in the fruit salad. Yeah. Can you tell me what they mean? Can you can you talk about that? Like what do you yeah. can, what can you tell? From a guy's chest. Oh, what, I mean, what? you can tell. Um, I mean, you can tell if they deployed, where they went, how many times. Um, there's there's a ribbon called a combat action ribbon that means like you've been in like it means you've taken contact and usually like returned contact back. You know, kind of. Um, but it, it can mean a lot of things. But basically, if you don't have a combat action ribbon, it's like. Any baseline respect is gone at that point. You know, it's like so. You it's like, well, that dude doesn't even have a combat action. So, there, so there's, can, there's a guy he can't, that he can't tell one. me shit. Well, yeah, there's lots of people that don't have them. So, like, as soon as I got mine, um, you kind of start like, you get a little bit of a because it's like because like oh, you outrank me, but I know that you look at my chest and you see this combat action ribbon and, and this purple heart, and I know that you feel bad because you don't have it like. Like you're a sergeant and I'm a lance corporal, so it can flip your shit like that. Yeah, but like, but I know that, like, I know you've never deployed because I can see it. You're wearing your whole resume on your chest. No shit. And you know that I've been to Afghanistan and I have a purple heart and I have a combat action ribbon. And you're gonna try to tell me how to, like, how to patrol. So does that guy try to fuck with you? Or? I mean, usually no. Usually they're a lot, you know, no they're a lot shit. more relaxed about stuff because well, but then it makes you like. The people that are real hard asses, you're like, damn, that dude, you know, you see their stacks and it's like, that dude's a fucking dog, you know, like he's a, he has like six deployments and his combat action ribbon has like four stars on it. Cause, cause the more you get awarded something, you start like adding stars. Okay. So how, how, where, how can I, how, let me see, uh, when do you start accumulating those? Uh, I mean, right away. Right There's away. two, when I joined, there was two that you got like just for signing up. You had two right away. But then after that, you got to earn them. And then, uh, like back in the day, the you you would start with none, and then you would get them when like you deployed and stuff. And then they're different in the different branches too. Like the Navy has them for like, like they have a ribbon for their rifle qualification and stuff. The Marine Corps doesn't have that. Mm. So that's like some of them have like what I would consider extra frivolous ribbons, you know? Make it look good, right? Fill it out. I like that's my opinion. I think they're frivolous because the Marine Corps doesn't have them. <laughs> well. <laughs> And so it's like our like I don't know, our stacks are smaller, but they're more meaningful. Mm. I think mm. that's a, that's my personal opinion. So that's totally different from. Does the Marine Corps do stripes? Or the like the stripes on your. Um. Yeah. Well, you have um. So you have like your rank, and you start out with nothing. It's just blank. You're a private. Um. And then you get you just get one little chevron, the little, you know the. Yeah, there's a PFC, just a little, just one little upside down, like, V, you know? Right. Yeah, and then you get, um, you get promoted to Lance Corporal and you get two rifles under it. And then you start feeling pretty cool at about that point. And then they start at the bottom of it first? No, they, um, so you have the one Chevron and then they put rifles under it and then they start adding to Chevrons on top. Okay, okay. So you have three of them and then they start adding them under what do you so, do? To so get, every rank you go up. What do every you time do to you get a stripe. Well, it's just every time you get promoted. Oh, oh, that's yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I said not that's it, but yeah. that's it. Really? Yeah, that's all it means. Um, and then in some uniforms on your sleeves, they have these little stripes on your sleeve. Right. I see that. Yeah, that's just um, you get one for every four years you're in. So when a dude has a ton of those, it means he's been in for like forty years. God damn. Yeah. That's a yeah, so that's all I mean. So right yeah, so it sucks to wear those uniforms, but sometimes it's kind of nice because like you you Peacocking. really 
Like, you really know what the fuck's going on. You're like, oh, that guy's a staff sergeant, and he outranks that guy, but that guy's been in for 15 more years than this oh, guy shit. has. Oh, shit, I did not know that. And his stack is way bigger than his, and I know that he's running the whole company, but he's never even deployed anywhere. And I know that this squad leader's never done anything, but this squad leader has done some real shit. He's been to Iraq and Afghanistan, and you know all that just from just looking around. No words spoken. Just right. Bam, bam, yeah. bam, bam. Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, and I mean, you see some people, their stacks are just like, just huge just like they take up their the entire left side of their chest and it's like god damn i'll show you i'll show you a dog sergeant major castle sergeant major yeah that sounds let's look at sergeant major castle stack pretty fucking important. yeah look at this look at this motherfucker. oh yeah oh that's heavy yeah see like you do you, <laughs> yeah you see a dude like that walking around and you're like you're kind of scared <laughs> like honestly look, like, at, look at look look yeah, i mean yeah. look at him though yeah you're like this dude that dude squared away. Yeah, you're like, you see somebody like that walking around. You're like, this dude's really important, that and I don't know what, I like, I don't know what this dude is, but he's a lot more important than I am for sure. But when I first joined, um, we never had to wear these. Like, we got them issued, and they were like, you're never gonna wear these motherfucking things. Um, but they, like, it used to be like, like in the World War II days, you had to wear it. Like, you weren't allowed to wear civilian clothes. That's what you had to wear. Like, you weren't allowed to wear jeans and all that shit ever again while you were in the military. Damn. So, like, when you were out in town and stuff, you were wearing that shit. All day. All the time. <coughs> and then, that, like, at work, you were wearing, like, cam. They weren't camis. They were just, like, green. But So, like, when you were at work, you were wearing, like, the camis. And then when you were off, you t- you changed into, like, your like dress uniform. And if you wanted to go hit the bars and stuff, you had to wear that shit. Um, but now you're not allowed to, which is interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. It's probably because dudes are acting a fool. I mean. Making everybody look bad and... Yeah, all the old Elvis movies when he was drunk in, in the bar in Hawaii in his uniform. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because they they had to wear them. Or or what was it Top Gun when they? Yeah. Well, I every all of them. Yeah. So when I joined, it was like we just wore camis all day, um, and then at night we got to wear whatever we wanted, as long as it was within the rule. Like we had to wear a belt. We had like people would stop you and be like, "Hey, you got a belt on?" Like you you could be. I think I've said this before, but you could be you could be at the store in line. This is how this. This is why I'm out of the Marine Corps. Like when I when I talk about it, and I'm like, man, some of that stuff was fun. This is the stuff that was not fun. You could be in line at the store with all your groceries or whatever you like we, groceries. I had like ramen noodles and chips and shit. Uh, and you could be standing there waiting to check out, and then some dude could just walk up and he outranks you, right? But like, and it, it doesn't matter if you're at work or not. Like some dude is a sergeant major or something. He could be like, hey, lift your shirt up. Let me see your belt because you have to wear a belt. It's and this a, is on base, or we? Yeah, this, we, this is on. Well, oh, this would only happen on base, but I mean, technically, it could happen just. Anywhere in in LA, <laughs> but they never did because they're never like they they could just be like, "Hey, are you in the Marine Corps?" and you'd be like, "No," and then you know you would just lie to them. Um, anyway, like you could be at the store ready to check out, and someone would be like, "Lift up your shirt and let me see your belt," and then you'd be like, Fuck. "It's like I don't have one on," and it's like, "Oh well, you know the rules, right? Like you have to have a belt on. That's the improper civilian attire, and to be at the store, you need to be in proper civilian attire. That's the rule." And we follow the rules, right? So go put all your shit back. <laughs> yeah, he'd, be no. like, he'd be like, go put all your shit back. Go home. Put a belt on. Go and then home. come back and get your ramen go noodles home, and your chips. And come back. And you're like, fuck. And then, and then some dudes would be like, they would know life it so hard that they would seriously, like, they would stand outside and wait for you to come back. And they'd be like, oh, so you came, so you got a belt on now? Because some people would try to be smart. And they'd be like, they just go out to their car and drive around the block. You know? <laughs> he waiting right yeah, there Yeah, but some, sometimes those motherfuckers <laughs> would wait. <laughs> yeah, that was it's called um it's called getting devil dogged is what it's called. Devil dog. Because devil dog is like that Marine Corps nickname, you know. So you'd be uh it's what somebody calls you when they're about to chew your ass real bad about something. So somebody who doesn't know you. So you'd just be walking, minding your own business, and you'd be wearing something you're not supposed to wear or whatever, and you just hear somebody go, Hey devil dog <laughs> and then like everybody turns and looks and then and then they go, Yeah, you and and you're like fuck, and they're they just like come here. <laughs> and it's like god damn it. So like if your your haircut didn't look good or your fucking uniform was fucked up, I had these um, I had these really stupid like these big ass aviators. They were just straight up mirrors. They were they're like they were completely reflective, uh, and they were out. They're super out of rig, so we wasn't allowed to wear them. <laughs> uh, and I got devil dogs from like across an entire parking lot. He's damn. He's like he's like, he's like come here, devil dog. I'm like fuck. So I turn and I take them off and I hear him. He's like, no, please keep those on. <laughs> keep them He's like, keep those on. on. Come over here with those on. And I was like, shit. 
And I got over there. He's like, okay, so you know why I'm mad at you already, right? Obviously, because you tried to take him off. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, yeah, he just chewed my ass. Like, the, in the Marine Corps, like, you would just be walking around minding your own business and someone would stop Somebody you. Somebody going to see something. Somebody's going to stop you and chew your ass, like, for no reason. There's 17 motherfuckers looking at you. Like, sometimes I, you'd, just be, you'd just be sitting there relaxing. And I'm like, I remember the specific day. I was like, I was like oh, I'm going to go to Chow, whatever. It's like 7 p.m. I'm like, I'm going to go have dinner. Um, and we drove over to the nice chow hall because, and this is fucked up too. There was the uh, Twenty Nine Palms has um, it has some infantry units on it, so there's like an infantry side, and then there's also a comm school where there's all these. Um, they send these people to learn how to do like radios and shit, and then they send them off to their units. Um, and the comm school side is really really nice, and they have a really nice chow hall, and they they have like basketball courts at their barracks, and they have like these grill out areas and stuff. They look like dorms kind of. And then over on our side, uh, we still had like, because they all had, it's like a hotel on the nice side. Like you have key cards to get into your rooms and stuff. We still had actual keys, which we couldn't lose. So we had to, um, we had to tie them to our pants. Like we had to, we had to put string on them and then tie them to a loop in our pants because like people would lose them like crazy. So it was a rule. Like as soon as you got there, they're like, they're like, here's your key. Now I need to watch you tie it to your pants. Because like, you're not going to lose this fucking key. So I need to visually confirm that you tied this to your pants. And if you lose it after that, that's your fucking problem, man. Because I watch you tie it to your pants. And they're over there like, like boop, beeping into their rooms and having a grill off and shit. And we're like, we have three people in rooms that are for two people. And we have to share a bathroom. And we have like, you could, um, you could just open the doors with a credit card. Like you could just like, you know, like Jimmy, I'm open. Right. Um, so when the hazing was happening. Like, if your door lock worked, you could just hide in your room. And these these drunk, they're like it was it was like the Velociraptors in Jurassic Park, <laughs> like these these drunk motherfuckers that had deployed and they had been in the Marine Corps for like two years longer than you. So they're like, we're eighteen, and these are like twenty year olds that we're like terrified of. <laughs> um, and they would they would come to your room and just bang on the door like open the fucking door. And if you open the door, they would fuck with you hard like all night. You would get hazed all night long. You'd be up cleaning. You'd be getting beat up like whatever. So everybody knows you're not supposed to open the door, but but sometimes sometimes dudes we get so scared they're like if you don't open the fuck, just scared they're like just, they're just, like yeah dude they're like, oh, don't, don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. they're like they're like if you don't open the door we're gonna fuck you up tomorrow <laughs> and blah 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 and we're like dude they're gonna fuck us up tomorrow like they're man. they're gonna fuck us up tomorrow anyway man like they're gonna fuck us up two times if you do this. like sometimes you would have a roommate who's like I'm gonna open the door like they would know who's they would know who's weak you know. Uh, and they'd say I'm not gonna say anybody's name <laughs> but they they'd be like dong, 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 like yo so and so we're gonna fucking beat your ass tomorrow <laughs> and they would be like I gotta open the door we're I have just to gonna have to see till like, tomorrow like have, it's like dude if you if you try to open the door we're gonna beat your we ass don't right fuck now you up in here <laughs> damn that's yeah, pressure well, right well there. and if shit like that happened the dudes outside would love that they would love to open the door and see us beating the shit out of each other <laughs> they would fucking love it that sounds stressful. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty stressful. So we would, <laughs> dude, we'd be laying in bed like, and just these, these dudes just hammered, just blackout drunk, like seventeen people standing outside your room, like, doom, 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 like the Walking Dead and shit, oh, just waiting, no. just waiting to haze the fuck out of you. And if you open the door, they're just fucking with you until five in the morning. Ah oh, shit. Yeah, and it's every single night. Like it doesn't matter. Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday. Every single night. Wow, hyenas. And you would you would just lay there like, oh fuck, please not. Like just scared as hell, trying to sleep. And you're like, nobody opened my fucking door. But uh, so some of the locks didn't work. So sometimes, if you were in one of the rooms that didn't work, they would just fucking. They got you. They would just they would just they would just credit card into your room and drag your ass out of bed, dude. They got you. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. So the nice. I, and I remember what I was talking about initially. Now, so there was a nice side of the base and a bad side of the base, and we were on the bad side of the base. I guess we were in the get like they just straight <laughs> up like, oh, you're over in the ghetto, over in those barracks. They, they, that's what you, that's just what they would call it when you showed up. <laughs> and it's like, okay, cool. Like these buildings are from 1957, and they have not been touched since 1950. Since 1950, yeah. military grade. Yeah, huh? yeah. But but while I was there, they renovated them and put keycard doors in and shit. But it took a long time. Um, so we, so one night I specifically remember we went over to the nice chow hall and I'm, I'm having a good night and I'm chilling and I'm about to go have like, they had better food and every like the menu was better. Damn. Yeah. So I'm like, damn dude, I'm about to eat good. I'm going to go home and go to sleep. I had a really good day today, blah, blah, blah. And my phone rings and I'm like, oh, I don't even know who this is. So I'm like, I'm like, yo, what's up? 
And, uh, and they're like, oh, yo, what's up? That's how you fucking answer when first sergeant calls you. And I'm like, what the? F-? <laughs> and he starts, what? he starts chewing my ass. Is like, it normal for them to call you? No. <laughs> like, no, not at all. He was calling. I don't even remember what the fuck. He had to call me about something to tell me to show up at a certain time, like the next day tomorrow, because I had to go do something. And I don't know. I answered my phone. I'm like, yo, what's up? And he's like, oh, I guess that's how we answer the fucking phone. When first starting calls you, you stupid piece my of shit. And I'm like, what? Dog, it's my phone. <laughs> I'm like, this is my cell. Like, how did you even get my cell phone number? I don't even know how. Yeah. You ran a mission on your yeah, ass. Yeah, well, I mean, usually stuff like that trickles down. Like, first sergeant tells your platoon sergeant. Your bang, pl- bang, bang. Your platoon bang, sergeant bang. tells the squad leader. The squad leader tells the team leader. The team leader tells you. Well, that and, shit worked that and then night. You, yeah, and then you find out. But I guess that night, first sergeant was like, give me give me Tom's phone number. I need number. to get a hold of this. Give me Tom's phone number right now. I'm going to call him at 7.30 p.m. <laughs> while he's relaxing and just give him that. Dude, I still, I feel like I've talked about this, too, but I still have dreams where I wake up and... Like I wake, I'm asleep, but I I wake up in my dream and I'm just still in the Marine Corps, or like I get a letter in the mail that's like, "Hey, you need to be in the Marine Corps again," <laughs> and I and I have to go back and I'm just getting fucked with. In these dreams, I'm just getting, I'm like mopping and getting yelled at and just cleaning shit, and yeah. I wait, and then I wake up for real and I'm like, "Holy fuck!" Yeah, I go through those and dreams then, dude, they occasionally. Feel, they feel so real. Every now and then, I go through those dreams. Occasionally. Oh yeah, you probably get them too. Like fuck, I have dreams about cleaning the sink. In boot camp, I used to clean the exact same square yeah. in the shower. Every time they made us clean, I would go to the same square, and I would just polish the shit out of it, and I would just think about whatever. I would think about, like, what I was going to eat when I got back home. You know? uh, the chemical smell, just that hot, just that, that smell. I, it, I, I even whiff it every now and then. It's crazy. Yeah. Fuck. I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And, and I just got to go through with it. I just... I learned to just deal with it like the shit ain't real. Just yeah. Every now and then. Yeah. So that was a real that that was the real problem with the Marine Corps is like at any moment somebody's gonna rip your ass about nothing, <laughs> which is why I'm pretty unfazed about it now. Like if someone wanted to yell at me, I'd just like okay, nah, like, you all little tight. You know what I mean? I, I'm like ah, yeah, I'm I'm I'm. Reminds me, of Ing- have you seen Inglorious Bastards? Yeah. With Brad Pitt, and he's like, he yeah. says something to him. He's like. He's like, oh, you'll fry for this or something. He's like, hmm. He's like, I'll get my ass chewed. He's like, I've had my ass chewed before. Yeah. Great fucking movie. Yeah, it's a really good movie. But. Here we go, the song right here. Classic. This song. <laughs> I, I wish the people could hear this. What, were we talking about something off your list? What were we even talking about? What, what were we talking we about? We had some refreshments before the show, as, yeah, refreshments. as usual. I went on a oh, whole. Yeah, we was talking about the fruit salad. I went on a whole thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's cool. But yeah, see, usually, what really matters more than rank is like how many times you deployed and what. You well, did. yeah, okay. Because dudes will, because dudes will deploy like six times but get three DUIs and be the same rank. I remember um, my squad leader showed up and he was the same rank as us, and we were like, "Who the fuck are you, fucking dumb piece of shit?" <laughs> like you know, right. like how are you? How are you 30 years old in the same rank as us? Then you've been in the Marine Corps for 12 years. Like, you, you're some loser piece of shit or what? It's like, no, he actually was in the Fallujah invasion and fucking helped overthrow Saddam Hussein and shit. And it's like, he's deployed a shit ton of times, but he got a couple DUIs. Okay. So he it kept him from getting promoted, but he's a bad motherfucker. Bad motherfucker. And then he started immediately fucking us all up after that. Right. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean. And we respected the shit out of him. Very, very much after that first day. I mean, deployment we were talking is the shit ultimate. To him. Yeah, we're talking shit to him. Like, who the fuck are you? And he's, he let us know, man. Yeah, yeah let y'all, I'm about to let y'all know here in a minute. Yeah. Okay. That is possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so a that matters a lot. And the years old in the same and the, as you. Yeah, yeah. And the, the smart ones, um, they know that. Like, we had, a, uh, we had a lieutenant come in. And the lieutenants, when they come in, they're fresh out of school. So when a lieutenant gets his first platoon, like he's he goes to college and then they go to they go to their own boot camp. It's like officer boot camp. I don't know if it's better or worse or whatever. But so a guy being a it lieutenant, it seems like it would be better. Doesn't necessarily doesn't necessarily mean he's been deployed. Not necessarily. There are some that do. It's called Mustang when they do that. There's some people that start enlisted and then they get up to like staff sergeant or something and then they go, I want to be an officer now, and then they go to officer school. But a lot of them are straight out of college. So they graduate college and they're like 22 years old uh, and they go to officer candidate school, which again, I don't know if it's easier or whatever than boot camp, but it seems like it probably would be. Now you say college. I don't know. 
any university. Yeah, just regular college. Like you have to have a degree to be an officer. No shit. Yeah. Damn, you busting my head, man. I thought you just you worked, you just bust ass, man, and you get promoted. No, so, I mean, you can do it that way, but you still have to go get a degree. Or you can get a degree and then be an officer right away. Damn. And most of them do that. So when you, and like, at the platoon level is the lowest level. So so your new, like, platoon commander is always an officer that's fresh out of officer candidate school. And then when they get promoted, they usually get, they move on to something else, like being a company commander or something. So it's a high possibility that lieutenant fresh out of school coming into a platoon may get fucked with himself. Yeah, well, he won't get he won't get fucked with. The guys it, below he, him have been there once or twice. Before, if he got fucked with, if he got like fucked with, they could he could like press charges and like send people like you know do shit like that. But um, the the second one that we had come in after our our first deployment because um, we deployed and then they made me the squad leader, um, and then we got a new platoon commander. And his first day, he pulled me aside and sat me down, and he was like, he was like, um, hey, I know that I'm in charge, but you've deployed and I haven't. So if like, if you have a problem with how I'm doing something or if it isn't how I'm supposed to be doing it, he's, he's like, just tell me. He's like, you can, he's like, there's a way for you to respectfully pull me That's aside. That's respectable. And, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, and yeah. I, I respected that guy a lot. He was, he was really cool, and we got along great, and then my fucking organs inside exploded and... I didn't get to go on the next deployment, but yeah, but yeah, he was really, he was really cool. And I respected that a lot. And it's like, it was just being humble, man. Like yeah. it's, all, it's, it's really all it takes. Yeah. That's yeah. all it takes. Yeah. He was, he was really, really, he didn't come in acting like he was going to know everything. And he, like, he's like, you're going to respect me how I should be respected. But if I'm doing something wrong, then I deserve to be, to be called out on it too. That's dope. But you're not going to do it disrespectfully. I can work with any man that did. Well, yeah, and it's like, like that. Well, and it was fine. I was like, okay, cool. And then he had the same conversation with the platoon sergeant, who's, you know, more in charge of anything than I am. Like usually, the platoon sergeants have been around a long time. Like they've deployed a few times. So platoon sergeants usually don't listen to a fucking thing. The the platoon commander like, like they're pretty much exempt from all the. But like if the platoon commander is like, oh, I want the whole platoon to show up. So at- in the field, that lieutenant ain't there. He ain't never gonna be out there toting and packing and racking with you. Uh, I mean, sometimes yeah, but sometimes. he's usually not actually in charge. You know, right? Of going forward. Yeah, like if he's like, we should do this, and that platoon sergeant's like, nah, nah we shouldn't do that. We ain't then, doing that. then we're not doing it. Okay. I did not know that. Kind of. Yeah, and it's kind of like I mean, there are some there are some officers that are really shit hot and know what they're doing, and they're really really in charge. I don't want to say this is like a hundred percent the case all the time. It can be though. Yeah, but it can be. Hmm. And some of them come in and they don't know shit, and they they're like power tripping, and they nobody in their platoon respects them, and it goes real real bad. Like my our, the guy you see in the like, movie. We all got new platoon commanders at the same time, and mine came in like that, like really humble and hey you've deployed and I haven't so even though I'm in charge you have more experience than I do like this is this is my first day on the job and you've been here for 2 years already so like even though you're younger than me even though I outrank you like you are more experienced than me in this cuz the experience he has that I don't was going to college and it's like that's not necessarily going to help you that ain't going to help you in that's the, not going to help you when we're on patrol right you know? Um, so my, my new platoon commander came in like that and another platoon commander came in like, you need to listen to me and I'm always right. And, uh, I, I read in a book that this is what you're supposed to do. Like I, I read the book about war and it said that you're supposed to do this. See? Yeah. That's one thing. And it, and it's one, maybe you are really smart and maybe you do know what you're doing, but you you don't have to come in and disrespect your people Right. right away. Right, 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 right. I remember... Uh, I can't remember which time. Well, back in prison, I think it was my second, first number or whatever, right? I had this, you know, and I've been going through mental health shit probably since I was fucking 12 years old. You know what I mean? They said I had an anger problem. My dad told me I never met a fight I didn't like. Couldn't keep my hands to myself, you know what I mean? And God blessed my little skinny ass with a fucking knockout blow. And once I discovered that, oh, man, I was trying to knock everybody out, right? <laughs> Well, I think it was uh, level one, two, three, and four, mental health, you know what I mean? And this shit, as you went, you know, through this shit got deep, you know what I mean? And I remember this particular guy, you know what I mean? And I had gotten in trouble once before by, like, like t- t- 
telling them like this guy looks like a certain like he looks like he's in here for a certain kind type thing right they're like well you can't judge a book by its cover type shit and come to find out yeah he was you know what i mean <laughs> they all look the same so i remember i'm telling this dude my life story you know what i didn't experience what i you know blase blah blase blah right and you know i'm like well what's up with you you know what i mean what's your background this motherfucker was a pig farmer from south dakota who went to college to learn what he learned so I said something like, I think I said so. So I could I could have a, a eight ball of cocaine laying right here on this table, and you wouldn't know what it is. And this motherfucker said no. So I'm like, well, what the fuck, man? You got to talk about, dog. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we ain't got shit to talk about, motherfucker. How the fuck are you gonna talk to me about my issues and my problems, and you ain't never seen, tasted, bled? Nothing about what the fuck I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So I get it that you went to college and all that shit, but you there ain't nothing you can tell me. There's, there, there's not one fucking thing that you can tell me about anything, about what I'm going through and why I'm yeah. in here. Yeah, so kind of the same thing. Kind of like, the same thing. And, and it's like we were all freshly back from Afghanistan at that point, and it's like, it's just like read the room, man. You know, like you walk into a room like – like clean and baby faced and the dudes in the room are all like we see you are all like covered in dirt and shit is kind of what it was like got that that thousand yards there yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and it's like and you you would go in there and tell them like how war goes and you've never been there and you ain't been there right you dig don't and guys are sensitive about that yeah yeah i can i can i can understand that you know what i'm saying At, at, at the same time you know real real sensitive about that even though that shit's so far behind me, but one of my one of my one of my remedies is talking about it because it was such a big part of my life. But at the same time, I just told I just told the homie the other day, man, any 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 day not in that motherfucker is Disney World to me. Every day's Friday. Chocolate milk every day. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Me not going through that shit. And I know I'm never going to go through it again. And they say, you can never say never. Fuck you. Some shit you can. <laughs> Some shit you just can yeah, say, man. I'm never yeah. fucking doing that shit again. And and and, yeah. and everything's going to be gravy for me here on out. Period, point blank. Yeah, I mean, that's how I feel about a lot of things, man. Like, my life could be really, really problem. Like, I'm not going to. I know for sure that I'm at least not going to cause any more problems for myself. You dig? You dig? And I you know, feel like, like I, don't, I don't know how the rest of what anybody else is going to do or how the world is going to treat me, but I know that I'm not going to create a problem for myself ever again. Like, period. And that, in my experiences and my judge of character, I can see that shit from a mile away and I yeah. can turn the fuck around and go yeah. to go. I can go any way but that way. Yeah. Like I, I, I know exactly how to not make my life suck on purpose, at least. In 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 an attention in a how can, <laughs> I try to say this shit earlier in the attention seeking society that we're in today, even I don't need it. Yeah, not looking forward to it. Chilling, always chilling. Exactly. Like that's I mean the, it when I say that's it. That's why the show is called that. Yeah. <laughs> you like, know what I mean? Like if if everything goes how I want it to go, I'm I'm never gonna even be stressed ever again about anything. No. It's not necessary. I mean, and players fuck up too. You know what yeah. I mean? I do little. Well, little, I mean, it's not real. It's, it's not realistic. Not gonna like, hurt. Not gonna. It's not gonna hurt me. But you know, I, I yeah. like fuck. You know what I mean? Like obviously, stuff's gonna happen that's gonna stress me out. But it's I not gonna be. Back. It's not gonna be because of something I did. I didn't At lose least. any time. I didn't lose any money. You, you know, know I, like I'm, I'm. I'm not gonna be stressing myself out. You did, which is gonna help me be better prepared for whatever else is for the next time like i I mean bad stuff happens but i'm not gonna do bad stuff period you know it might not sound fancy but yeah it is what it is yeah i'm not gonna make bad stuff happen it's gonna happen either way i'm not gonna make it happen because i I can i can i can throw myself under the bus and 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 shout out to my mentor Ricky C Simmons probably about three four years ago where he was like yo can't nobody throw me under the bus like I can mm. I know my triggers I recognize my triggers 
I'm, I, I've learned how to cope with them. And and and, and I'm I'm not what born again. You know what I mean? What yeah. do they say? You know what I mean? In, in a sense, in a sense. But probably no. Nah, I'm gonna say probably ninety nine point nine percent of my shit, dog, was all self inflicted. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it is, dude. Like. I used to hear dudes in the pen all the time, like, these motherfuckers got me in here. You know, I'd be like, mm. I guess I was I would, not bitter, but just like, my, yeah. you got yourself in here, yeah. motherfucker. Well, I mean, that's not even just prison. That's like any, pretty anything. Much, anything. Like, you walked into the wall, motherfucker. Yeah. You, you did, I, I had to come to like, terms a with lot that of stuff, shit. A lot of stuff that I spent a lot of time unhappy about was my fault. Self-inflicted. It's nobody's yeah. fault but mine. Like, it wouldn't be happening if Kicking your own it wasn't self my the fault. Ass. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I know exactly how to not feel like that ever again. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I'm not going to sit around like, fuck, I really fucked that up. Nah. Anymore, because I'm not going to fuck it up. I'm not going to fuck it up. I'm not going to fuck it up. Exactly. (laughs) I may come back to it later, but I ain't going to fuck it up. Yeah. Period. I did enough of that shit, man. Mm -hmm. I was a professional. Yeah. What I used to say, I was probably one of the most... Well, I was top. Th- I'm one of the top three fuck ups in the world. I used to say that. <laughs> I used to say that about myself, man. I'm one of the top three fuck ups in the world, dog. I'm trying to get number one. I used to say that shit about myself. Oh, man, <laughs> I was good at fucking up, dog. Shit. Shit. <laughs> my I think everybody is, man. I think that's just part of getting older too. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I did it big. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I did so much fucking up that. I tell my kids, I used to tell my kids that all the time, like, none of y'all have to go to jail. I already did it for you. Like, kind of like, it's kind of like Christianity, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you already went to jail for this. I already did it for y'all. If none of y'all, and and by the grace of God, none of them have. I got six sons, dog, and ain't none of them ever, as far as I know, ever had a a pair of handcuffs on their on their wrists. There you go, dude. You did do it. So you did go to jail for all that. I I did all y'all's time for y'all, man. If y'all want to hear the stories, y'all want to hear, and this is for any of the little homies, man. Y'all want to know about some of that shit? Any of y'all thinking about joining the Marine Corps, man? Come talk to some real G's about that shit, man. And and and, I mean, I'll tell you, it's a good idea. Yeah, I, mean, you gonna, I think it's a good idea. It set me up good for real. Like, I mean, let's let's spit the facts. You got to be ready for this shit, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's I think that's all the time we got. That was good. I feel like we went on a ride, man. There was a lot of yeah, we did dog. a lot of uh, tangents and loop de loops and going back all the way back around to stuff. I don't even really remember what we talked about, man. This is like. Those are the good ones, though. Like, like water, those like are, Bruce Lee said. Those are the good ones, man. I'm really excited. I have this. Um, I have all of them on a hard drive and stuff, you know. And when whenever we decide to be done, I'll put them on another hard drive and give it to you too. But, but like, I talk to my wife about this all the time. Like, it's super cool. Like, provided the internet's still a thing and YouTube's still a thing, like eighty years from now, dude. Like, I have no idea what my great great grandparents were like. But eighty years from now, like our great great grandkids can type in "Always Chilling Podcast" on YouTube. Man. It's gonna and, be around and hear exactly what we were like and exactly what we were doing, uh, and hopefully we're good role models. But I mean, I just think it's cool. Like I would love to, like the. I mean, we were talking about the people that used to own this house. You'd be like, what, what? What? What was a podcast? Yeah, there's people that used to own this house. We were talking about a little bit before this. What if we could just type in fucking uh, a bar- barbershop? Well, I guess it wasn't a barbershop, but a uh, hundred uh, year old house podcast, and we could see what these people were like. Well, that's funny. You mentioned this picture right here. Me and Jenna, we're gonna yeah, right we're gonna redo this picture. Oh, that'd be cool. We've been here. We just re-signed uh, another five year lease. That'd be cool. So yeah. we've been here that long. We're gonna it'll it you know. So we'll be here ten years total. Yeah, I for mean, sure. Just, imagine we could just pull up a recording of them just like right. talking about what they were doing. Like, oh, we went to a whiskey right. for concert. Right. Well, us being husband and wife. We never brag or boast about being the first husband and wife barbershop in Lincoln. I don't even know if we are. That's how much we didn't give a fuck about that shit. But I'm thinking maybe we were. I've never heard of it. Right. So being that this house is historical, the history behind him escaping slavery and living in this house for a period of time. Me and Jenna was like, I was like, you know, 100 years from now, I mean, we're a husband and wife. We've worked together uh-huh. side by side every day. We're damn sure going down in history. Yeah. 
So for real. We, we're thinking about redoing that picture there. Yeah, dude, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah man, cool. we we trying yeah, to hook man, it hopefully, up now. Hopefully, if you're listening to this, eighty years in the future, in the year what's happening? What is eighty? Twenty one oh three in the year twenty one oh three. If you listen, that to sounds crazy. Podcast, shit. That is pretty crazy, man. <laughs> but I mean, it could. They could be. Like as long as YouTube and the internet is around, this is gonna be around forever. It's gonna be around. She's just gonna get better. I don't know how much better. Yeah. So, I, so I, I think it's maybe good. they'll be able to watch it like Obi Wan Kenobi style, where we'll be right there. I, yeah, I think I don't even. They'll be able to sit right in front, yeah, in front of us. Cool. We'll be that'd in their cool. living room or some shit. Like I, I think it's cool that um, a decent amount of people do listen to this, and by right. decent amount, like it's it's really. I'm, I'm surprised. I, mean, yeah. I am surprised. Appreciate too. the love. It's not a huge amount or anything, but I'm still surprised. Yeah, I love I love that people listen to this, but if if no one listened to this, I wouldn't even care because. Like even just me when I'm when I'm eighty, I'm gonna be able to fire up the always chilling podcast and be like, man, like I remember what that was like. Yeah, that's. Or I remember bad. like I'll talk like I'll forget all about that Wiz Khalifa concert. Shit, who knows? Eighty years from eighty now, years from shit. now, I'll listen and be like, oh, it'll be like I'm there all over. The again, way man. technology, medicine, and all. Maybe that we'll shit still is, be doing the. Always we might podcast. still be alive. Dog. We might still be doing the always chilling. We might be two hundred years old still doing this shit. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, well, whatever year you're listening to us in, uh, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, follow, review. I t- there's so many different things to do on so many different apps. Do all of that. Yeah, do whatever you do on the app you listen to us on. Uh, videos are on YouTube and Spotify. If you would rather watch us on video, if you would rather just listen to us, we're on probably your favorite podcasting app. Uh, my grandma today was like, so how do I find your podcast? So she doesn't listen. <laughs> it's okay she shouldn't anyway she's really um she really really doesn't like cursing oh so i'm like grandma you probably, my grandma yeah you probably just shouldn't even bother my grandma's still using all the 70s slang like probably just sucker should, probably just <laughs> <laughs> you don't know if you don't like suckers? curse you don't like cursing you probably shouldn't even bother yeah, you but probably, probably should uh yeah if you need help finding us we'll help you um, but we're probably wherever you're at and most importantly tell your friends to listen to us too uh and a hundred years from now, tell your space alien friends to listen to us too, because certainly we'll be living in harmony with aliens in the next hundred. One way years. or the other. Yeah, but that's the next show. Mm. <laughs> for sure, right. for sure. All right. Anyways, uh, you guys have a great week. Thanks for listening. Uh,